Hey, you crazy beatniks, there's gonna be a podcast tonight. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be at night. I mean, could be day. I don't know what time you listen to your Harlan Highway, but here we are nonetheless. Uh, I'm Harlan Williams, your host. Thank you for joining. Thank you for coming along for the ride down the Harlan Highway during this festive time of the year, this Christmas season, this Hanukkah season, whatever you may be celebrating. It's all festive. It's all fun. And we are going to be taking some voicemails today, some good ones, some bad ones, some crazy ones, all kinds. People giving me a lot of feedback on the show here. We're going to be talking about uh, car washes, people that uh, want you to get your car washed anonymously. Um, We're going to get into the world of movie snacks, which can be delicious, but also a living hell. Um, I think Senor Fuentes is dropping by. I told him to go pick me up a Christmas tree, so let's hope he gets that right. Um, We're going to be talking about sneezing. Are you a sneezer? I don't know. I think we all are. And then Leslie, Dr. Ascot's here. It's Friday. Who knows what will have me do this time. All I know is that we're on the Harlan Highway. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket. Give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Harland Highway. Have you checked the children? Hey, Harland. It's John and Abe in Central Florida. We heard your podcast about cooking a turkey with a little garbage bag. We did that, and uh, it was the best damn turkey we've ever had. Just found your podcast and uh, kind of like it. It's, it's, it's strange. It's like listening to a train wreck, a funny train wreck. Um, all right. Well, keep up the uh, mediocre work. See you soon. Bye. Ha <laughs> ha. See? I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. I'm so happy that you guys called. Um, okay. At Thanksgiving, I put out a challenge. I put out a challenge to the dudes, right? About making a turkey. And I said to everyone listening, whether you're, even if you're a girl or a mother or a husband, whatever. I said, this year, take your Thanksgiving turkey and buy these things. They're called turkey bags. And, yes, the collars are right. It looks like a little garbage bag. It's improbable. It's ridiculous. But you stick your turkey in this bag that somehow doesn't flame up. You put it in the oven, and your turkey is going to be your best turkey ever. These guys tried it. They took my advice. And lo and behold, it was the best damn turkey we've ever had. So there you go, huh? A delicious turkey, best damn turkey they've ever had. Although I don't think it compares to my next caller's turkey. Hey, Harlan. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, This is John from Seattle. Um, We had a big mold of a turkey out of Jell-O and injected it with fruit cocktail using the 
turkey baster, kind of in order to make it look like, you know, turkey guts or the turkey meat, I guess you could say. Um, works great, you know, a little bit of whipped cream on the side, good to go, buddy. So hopefully your uh, Thanksgiving was a lot better. Um, hopefully a little bit more tastier than mine than just green jello and fruit cocktail. But uh, hey, can't go wrong when you have a dessert for dinner. So chicken chow man there, buddy. Wow, jello turkey with whipped cream and fruit cocktail. Now that sounds like a train wreck. A funny train wreck. Oh, yeah, right. Thanks. Well, listen, for those of you uh, dudes and anyone else who missed making a turkey at Thanksgiving using the turkey bag, you have your second chance with Christmas coming up right around the corner. Get your turkey bag, and I'll be busy getting my turkey bag. (laughs) This just sounds dirty, telling guys to get their turkey bags. Oh, God. I'll just keep on working away here on the Harland Highway. Um, All right. Well, keep up the uh, mediocre work. This is Harland Williams here. I have something I want to figure out this year. I want all of you to help me solve a mystery. Everybody hold up their finger. I want you to hold up your index finger. Hold it up. Get it out. I want your pointing finger. I want to see if it's dirty. And why do I want to see if it's dirty? Because I want to find the jackass who writes wash me on the back of every single dirty car that I see parked in an underground garage or at the Walmart. Some kind of wash me fairy is running around the neighborhood writing wash me. All over the cars. They're tagging the cars, people. Hello. I mean, do we need to be told to wash our cars? Wash me fairy, whoever you are. Hmm? We know they're dirty. Did it ever occur to you that we aren't in a a great financial position to, to be able to wash our cars? Do you know car washes are like 12 bucks nowadays, man? I mean, that's 17 meals at McDonald's. Maybe we want our cars dirty. Do you ever think of that wash me fairy? Huh? Maybe we like being grungy. It's cool, man. And aren't there more important things to write wash me on, huh? You ever uh, get on the subway and some fat guy standing over you with his armpits hanging out? Why don't you shove your finger up into that hairy jungle and write wash me in his own perspiration? It'll look like a dripping bathroom mirror after you've had a shower. You're listening to Harlan Williams. If you're the wash me fairy, we need to talk. I want to wash your mouth out with my soapy finger. Yeah, I know. It's the little things in life that piss people off, annoy us. You know, like people writing wash me on your car. And isn't it isn't it the worst when the wash me fairy gets your car? It's not just other people's cars, but like, you know, you're like going somewhere and you get out of your car, your truck, and you're walking into a store, you're walking somewhere, and you look back to hit the alarm on your car, and you go, wait, wait a minute, what's that on my tailgate? What's that on my side fender? What? Wash me? Some the wash me fairy rode on my car. Son of a... 
Oh, well, life is full of annoying things. Here's something annoying. How about this? You ever um, get to the movie theater, right? You go to the movie theater, and you're all excited. You're going to see your movie, and you load up on the snacks. Because that's part of the whole ritual of going to the movies, isn't it? Right? So you get the uh, the popcorn, and maybe you get a hot dog, and maybe you get a box of goobers, and you get a drink. So you're all set with a bunch of garbage. But you're going to love it because you're going to be sitting there watching your action movie or your horror flick or your romance, whatever your genre may be. And you're sitting there and you're putting the popcorn in your mouth and you're chewing your hot dog and you're slurping on your Coke, right? It's like comfort food while you watch your movie. Except here's the problem. Okay, here's where I get pissed. And I think this has happened to everyone listening. How many of you end up eating all your snacks during the stupid commercials before the movie starts? And if it's not the commercials, if you don't get there that early, then it's all the upcoming trailers. So here I am eating popcorn, watching a, uh, you know, a sprint commercial. Or, uh, you know, some celebrity asking us to donate to some cancer. I'm, I'm already chewed through my hot dog. That's gone. Now here comes an, a, a Kia commercial for a new car. And I'm halfway through my popcorn. And my drink's getting low. And now I'm sitting through a trailer for some uh, crappy Harrison Ford movie or something. And suddenly my popcorn's gone, and my goobers are gone, and my movie finally starts. Oh, that's the end of my Coke. You see where I'm getting at? All my goodies are gone by the time I get to my damn movie, man. I mean, they literally run us through like 10, 20 minutes of, of these damn commercials and trailers. I got to be honest, I like the trailers. I hate the commercials. But what pisses me off is, you know, your hot dog, it's heat sensitive. Your popcorn is heat sensitive. Your your soft drink has ice in it, right? So you want to start eating everything. You want your popcorn warm. You want your hot dog hot. You want your Coke to be nice and icy cold. So the second your butt hits the seas, you start chowing down. And so here you are enjoying all your goodies to these crappy commercials. Ugh. You know, I don't sit at home in front of the TV and go, geez, I think I'm going to whip up some popcorn and an omelet and sit down and just watch commercials and pig out. How fun will that be? So I don't know what the answer is, you know. If you if you're on, if you're better than me and you can hold out, or you try to time it that you get your goodies just as the movie starts, which is impossible because there's always some dildo standing in front of you at the snack line who acts like they've never been to one before. They act like they've just landed on the moon. They're like, "Ooh, what's this place? Ooh, funny signs with numbers beside popcorn." Three ninety nine. What mean funny numbers? 
me not know what me want just yet. So me stand and stare at a tendon like dumbass. <laughs> Do you get the feeling I'm getting a little cheesed off at the old movie theater? So anyways, there you go. Hopefully you have uh, better luck with your snacks than I do. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go get something to eat. Hey, everybody, it's Harlan Williams, and you're on the mighty Harlan Highway. And man, am I excited. Uh, You know what we did? I asked you people to give me a call and leave me a quick little message and tell me what you thought about the show and about me on the Harlan Highway. And I got to tell you, folks, you filled up the machine. Our answering machine was filled in record time. And man, oh man, I am laughing because we got some great calls from people. We got some people that just loved the show, couldn't get enough of it. Harlan, you're awesome. You're like a sumo wrestler on crack. <laughs> We had some people that think I'm on drugs. I just wanted you hammered because you sure sound like you're slurring words. Maybe it's just me. Bye. We have some people that think uh, I do really good stuff. I uh, listened to you since you started. I can't get enough, dude. And we have, of course, the people that can't stand me. Can't handle you. Just too far out there, bro. Sure, you're a nice guy, but can't. I don't get you. I think you're a moron. And somehow. Oh, their their messages made me laugh because some of them are brutal. And I'm going to air them all. I'm not afraid. I think you people should be entitled to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. I can take it. You know, all it does is it encourages me to get better and better. And even the people that don't like me, well, they must be listening. Or how would they know that they don't, don't, they don't like me? So that tells me that somewhere... Deep in their Grinch that stole Christmas hearts, there's something about me they like. Maybe they just take a long time to warm up to me. Keep the calls coming. Your radio show is cool. Some of your little jokes, you go on too long with them. But keep it up, buddy. You're doing a great job. Thanks, man. I love you people. You're the reason I do this, and whether you like me or not, I just love hearing from you. I love at least uh, getting a reaction out of you one way or the other. I hope eventually y'all grow to love Papa, because Daddy loves you no matter what. Keep on listening, man. We're having a good time here on the Harlan Highway. And don't forget the number if you do want to call, 323-215-1486. 323-215-1486. I'll try not to slur my words, and I'll try not to be hammered. Well, now, here's something stupid I did the other day. I was back in my car to the driveway, and I wasn't looking in the... What? No. No. Ah, come on. What? What are you doing here? Ah, come on. I told you not to come in the studio here. What the hell are you doing here? My name is Senor Fuentes. I know who you are. You're my gardener. I've told you umpteenth times. What does umpteenth mean, senor? It's it's a, a number. It is? I've never heard that number before. Umpteenth? 
Yes, senor. Where does it fit into the number scale? I don't know. It's one, two, three, umpteens, four. I don't... Stop it. Just stop deciphering everything I say. Okay, senor. What are you doing here in my studio? Well, senor, you know you told me to get you a Christmas tree? Yes. Well, I got you a Christmas tree, but the neighbors are not too happy. What do you mean, the neighbors? Well, you said just go find a Christmas tree. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah, I know, senor. Your neighbor had a wonderful pine tree on their front lawn. What do you mean my neighbor had a pine tree? I mean they're all over the place at Christmas tree lots. You can go pick one up in your truck. Oh, Christmas tree lots. What do you mean? You telling me you don't know what a Christmas tree lot is? Well, you said go anywhere, senor, and anywhere in my mind is everywhere. Oh, no. What did you do, Fuentes? Senor Fuentes. I know your name. What'd you do? I cut down your neighbor's pine tree, senor. Wait a minute. My neighbor across the street, the Daniels? Si, senor. Wait a minute. They only have one pine tree. Not anymore, senor. And it was on their front lawn. Si, senor. And that thing's about 60 feet tall. It's a fully mature pine tree. Not anymore, senor. Wait a minute. You went over to their house and cut their 60-foot pine tree down? Si, senor. They're not very happy. You idiot. Why did you do that? Well, you told me to go get... I know I told you to go get a Christmas tree. Do you realize they're going to probably sue me now because you cut down their, their tree? I mean, they, they, you're going to ruin their Christmas. Well, that's okay, senor, because I already ruined their house. What do you mean? When I cut down the 60-foot tree? Yeah. It fell right through their house. What? I cut it. It fell through their house. You idiot. Get out of here. You're going to get me thrown in jail for Christmas. I also cut down their maple tree and their birch tree because I was... Get out of here. I also accidentally cut their car in half. I'm not very good with the chainsaw, senor. Get out. I cut their house in half, too. Get out. Achoo. Oh, bless you. Bless you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for the God bless you. Uh, why do we say God bless you after somebody sprays us with mucus? If you get in a car accident, do you jump out of the car and run up to the guy you hit and go, Oh, God bless you. Oh, you're alive. God bless you. No. You go, you idiot, what are you doing in front of me, you bastard? Ah! So why is it that when a complete stranger sprays SARS all over us, splats mucus and spray and vomit and the flu and who knows what else, we get all religious suddenly? God bless you, my child. Thank you for spraying me with bird flu. Sweet Lord Jesus above, bless us this day for allowing this child, this complete stranger with the runny snotty nose, for covering us with their wonderful God-given mucus. 
and giving us the bird flu and SARS and instantaneous death. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you, my child. Oh, my God. What's the matter with us? Shouldn't we at that moment turn into, like, football punters? Some greasy old lady sneezes all over us. <laughs> Just wind up that leg like Pete Townsend on a guitar solo. Kick her. Kick her head off right through some uprights. Anyways, next time you sneeze, just go, Ooh, sorry, man. Sorry for sliming ya. You want a God bless you out of me? Walk up and put a couple of thousand bucks in my hand. Tell me to go on a shopping spree. Oh, God bless ya. And God bless you for being here on the Harland Highway. And speaking of the God bless yous, God bless this announcement. Uh, you do not want to miss our next podcast. Uh, and here's why. Guess what? It's the annual Harland Highway Christmas Parade, okay? That's right. We have all the floats coming right down the Harland Highway. Our color commentators, John and John, will be here. They're going to be uh, taking us through the parade, at all, looking at all the wonderful floats, all, all the effort, the flowers, the clowns, the you name it. It's going to be an extravaganza. So be here. Tell your friends. Gather around the podcast. Um, the next episode of the Harlan Highway will be our annual Harland Highway Christmas Parade. Hello, Harland. Oh, God. What are you doing here? I was having a great podcast, and now you're here. Harland. Oh, God. What are you... I forgot. Are we doing our thing? Yes, Harland. You know we are. It's Friday. All right. What are we doing today? Holland, I think today we should do something Christmas-themed, don't you, Holland? Well, that makes sense. It is the season. Holland, today I want to decorate you. What do you mean? Like, psychologically decorate me? Like, you know, tell me something positive, tell me something good about myself, give me some positive reinforcement, that type of decorating? Don't get ahead of yourself, Holland. Well, what else could it be? Holland, I want to physically decorate you. Excuse me? Like a Christmas tree, Holland. Why on earth would I ever let you decorate me as a Christmas tree? Because sometimes during the holidays, one can feel depressed and have anxiety, Holland. Okay, well, I'm not feeling that way. Are you sure? Yeah, well, now that I look at you, yeah, I am. Holland. What are you... I'm not getting decorated. Holland, I think it'll lift your spirits and show that you have a positive, upbeat attitude. I already have a positive... Holland, interrupting and yelling is not positive or upbeat. Are you manipulating me here? Holland, I think you need to be decorated. No! 
Holland, I know that the office doesn't have a Christmas tree. So that's Featherstone's fault. If he's going to be cheap, he's running this place. He should buy one. Holland, I think it might put you in Mr. Featherstone's good books if you were the Christmas tree, Holland. Wait a minute. You want to decorate me like a Christmas tree? Yes, Holland, and put you out in the lobby. You want to put me out in the lobby where everyone can see me? Not just everyone, Holland. Mr. Featherstone. (sighs) He's very big on Christmas, Holland. Wait a minute. This sounds like a little ass-kissing here. Call it what you will, Holland. You have been in trouble lately with Mr. Featherstone. Well, you're right. I missed a few sessions, and... I guess I got this close to being fired. Holland, I'm sure if you stood in the lobby decorated as a Christmas tree, Mr. Featherstone would be quite pleased. Do you have to slow down and talk like that? You sound like Boris Karloff. Holland. All right, let's do this. What the hell? It's Christmas. That's the spirit, Holland. All right, what are we doing? I brought a box of Christmas decorations, Holland. Okay, what do you got? I've got tinsel. I've got Christmas balls, Holland. I've got candy canes, and I've got Christmas lights. What do you mean, Christmas lights? I'm going to wrap you in Christmas lights, Holland. Wait a minute, isn't that dangerous? You can't just wrap me in Christmas lights. Holland, you will look. Nice and shiny out in the lobby as Mr. Featherstone walks past. <sighs> this goes against all my better judgment. Holland, tis the season to be jolly, Holland. Easy for you to say. All right, put the stupid stuff on me. Holland, try and stay upbeat. Just put it on. Okay, wow, watch it. Watch the balls hanging on my... Ow, not my hair. Holland, hold still. What are you doing? I'm wrapping the Christmas lights around your body, Holland. Okay, not so tight. Gotta walk out to the lobby, you know. I understand, Holland. Hold still as I wrap, wrap, wrap the little Christmas lights. What are you doing? I'm singing a carol, Holland. That's not a carol. Wrap, wrap. Wrap the little Christmas lights all. Stop it! You're making it up. Just get this over with. All right, Alan, let me hang a candy cane on your nostril. What? I'm gonna hang a candy cane up your nostril. No, you're not. Oh, 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 it hurts. Take it out. I can't. I can't take it out because you've wrapped my arms with Christmas lights. Move the Christmas lights. Come on, Holland. Get on the dolly out to the lobby. Wait a minute. I don't want a candy cane up my nose. Out to the lobby. Here we go, Holland. And now we'll plug in the Christmas lights. No, no, no. Don't plug in the lights. Don't plug in the light. Quiet, little Christmas tree. Don't call me Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. How long? Stop singing to me. Don't plug in those lights. Don't plug in those. Ah! 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 Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. How lovely. Oh, ah! Wow. 
idiot. I'm, I'm really hoping next year I don't need to do these therapy sessions anymore. I'm, I'm going to write a letter to Featherstone requesting a, a leave of absence or taking a break. These damn therapy sessions are doing me more harm than good, I'm convinced. God, got scorch burns on me. Idiot. Anyways, uh, wow. We are uh, we are winding down. We are getting close. Uh, as I said, don't forget the next podcast will be the Harland Highway Christmas Parade with our hosts, John and John. You don't want to miss that festive Christmas event. Beautiful uh, Christmas parade winding down the Harland Highway. Um, don't forget to go to Stitcher.com. You can download a free app at Stitcher that will let you listen to the Harland Highway on your cell phone, whatever style, mode, or make it may be. And um, don't forget to check out harlandwilliams.com. See what's going on over there. Check out the web store. You can buy some merch if you're so inclined. And uh, don't forget that uh, this New Year's Eve, I will be playing in Pittsburgh at the Pittsburgh Improv. That's right. Um, I'm going to be playing uh, there for New Year's Eve. I'm actually going to start the uh, the shows on the 30th, December 30th. That's Thursday, then Friday. Um, and then, of course, New Year's Eve, which is uh, Friday night. And then I'll be uh, doing shows uh, Saturday and Sunday, I believe. So uh, make sure you check it out. If you don't have New Year's plans and you're in the Pittsburgh area, come and spend New Year's Eve with me, the kid, Harlan Williams. <sighs> and I'm going to go get some ice on my scorch marks. And that's our show for today. Oh, we're getting close. Merry Christmas, everybody. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. It's like listening to a train wreck, a funny train wreck. <laughs>